0: Hi, guys, and welcome back. This is episode 25, and I'm celebrating a quarter of 100. Um, But basically, it's really exciting. I'm sitting here with a view out to Waikiki Beach, Honolulu, Hawaii, after what's been the most fabulous four days, spending a week here writing a travel fit five-star guide to how you can stay fit and healthy in Hawaii, most specifically Waikiki, and then I'll be in Maui at the Lumeria Resort for the first time running a retreat there and celebrating the 10th year anniversary of Life's a Gym and a few other things as well. So I wanted to talk to you this today about the word diet. I think that a lot of people are running and asking me about the paleo diet, the Atkins diet. the five five to two diet, all these diets, the I quit sugar diet, there's this massive kind of shift and You know, I go around to friends' houses and suddenly they're on a new diet and I'm thinking, well, what about if we just thought about health and well-being as a lifestyle and you had so much knowledge and trust and intuition that you didn't have to use that word anymore because you knew you were making the best decisions for yourself, for your own health and well-being. And that's what this episode is all going to be about, giving you some tools on how you can start to be accountable, feel really inspired and empowered by the information you probably already know you just never give yourself credit for. So, this episode is really going to be talking about diet. Is it really a dirty word? I'd also like to touch base at the end of this episode. I have some special offers for the four week vitality program. Uh, we'll be doing a sign up as well for the free Travel Fit Hawaii guide. So whether you're heading into spring right now or you're going into autumn uh, and you're in the Southern Hemisphere, remember that you have a lot of knowledge and that you know exactly what you need to do for your body. You just need to take time out to sit, listen, think, and feel. So I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, please leave me comments, ask me your questions. I'm here to help inspire and engage. I'll touch base with you at the end of this episode. often bombarded by the media and health and fitness especially nutrition diets gyms is one of the fastest growing industries in the world so we are there for quick fixes I mean I'm sitting right now in in the heart of an American iconic area Waikiki beach you know I'm looking at people surfing they're on outrigger canoes at the moment people are going out on catamarans there's people lying on the beach everywhere some people are jogging but a majority of people just don't look healthy it is really an eye-opener. The majority of people that we walk past in the street recently that we're sitting next to at dinner, they just seem to be on autopilot. And I know that a couple of times at beginning in the lift recently after a run, or we've just come back from a surf, and people have said, yay, man, you look so fit, and what diet are you on? And we're not really on a diet. So I started asking people in the elevator the last couple of days, you know, why do you use the word diet? And one gentleman said to me, well, when I'm on holiday, I just eat whatever I want and then I go back to my diet. And I said, what if you just had great food all the time and you felt really good? He said, yeah, well, I've got this health problem and that health problem and I take these pills. And, you know, it turned into a really big discussion and it sparked me to talk about this diet word. Is diet a dirty word? Personally, I really think it is. I think the moment you start thinking about dieting, denial, giving things up and really having a fear of food and what it can give you, you're actually changing a chemical connection between you and food for fuel. So to put it into perspective, I really enjoy food. I enjoy, I get a kick out of fresh food. I get a kick out of organic, homegrown, farm Produce, things that are absolutely farm to table dining. They just taste fantastic in your mouth. I never put dressings on my food because I never crave that. I love olive oil. I love macadamia oils and other things. But once you really taste fresh ingredients and you start to have that on a regular basis, you can't go back to the high sugar, high fructose, high GI, you know, processed food Well, It's just, you just can't do it. And I think what happens is most people feel that if they have to go and have salads and all these things on this diet, that they're denying themselves yummy things. And it really depends on your definition of what delicious actually is. And we train our taste buds. We train our taste buds to think that a cronut is delicious versus a fresh spinach salad with kale and, you know, grilled chicken, sesame dressing across it, chopped avocado, fresh heirloom tomatoes, cucumber, alfalfa sprouts. I mean, that absolutely gets me zinging, whereas the guy next to me in the lift just wanted to know if we had Dunkin' Donuts in Australia. So there is very much a sense of you can train your taste buds, you can train your body to crave the right foods, it's just about breaking the cycle and being empowered and understanding. So rather than being on autopilot and reading all these books about try the Atkins diet or low carb or the paleo diet, I mean, the, the, I don't know when I saw someone running down the street to the supermarket with a spear in their hand really to catch their meat. I really don't think that's happened for a long time. I do understand the philosophy of getting back to simple foods and I think that's really, really important, but we need balance in our lives. We need healthy grains. We need vegetables and unprocessed fruits fruits, vegetables. We also need good sources of proteins. And I think that when you start to trace back the origins of the food that you're eating, if you're on a diet, you tend to restrict yourself and maybe go for packaged foods or you are strict during the day and then you get off the wagon because you haven't eaten for a few hours and you go for the fastest food. And it can really lead to also feeling depressed about the situation. So what I want to talk to you today about is changing your mindset. I want you to think about not using the word diet, but think about healthy eating and living as a lifestyle Uh, and seeing how that feels to you. So regardless of what your other family members are doing or those around you at work, this is your body. You make the choices. You have to live in it, and you're designing your future health. So everything you do now designs your future health for the next five to ten years. It is never too late to start reworking your digestive DNA. It is never too late to start thinking, you know what, how can I get my body back into its optimum function? It's a really, really fun process when you start to look at food differently, when you start to look at food as a pleasurable, exciting, enjoyable element and not something that you have to be afraid of. So let's start looking at maybe some events and things that trigger people when they start to think, I'm doing really well, but I have a wedding coming up, or I'm going on a work outing, or um, I'm really busy and I've got a big party coming up, so it's going to blow my diet. What if all that stuff didn't blow your diet because you made really great choices, What if, when you went traveling, you just looked for fantastic juice bars, great places that served really healthy fresh food and were passionate about it, and you actually started to explore venues, locations, menus, ideas, and be prepared to give yourself the best possible food wherever you are in the world. It doesn't mean that you can't try local delicacies or that you can't treat yourself, whatever those levels of treats are gonna be, but it's about finding food that's fresh as close as possible to its raw natural state. That is just so important. So, for example, in Hawaii this week, we found a couple of really amazing juice places. The Lanikai um, juice bar is really great down by the Hilton Towers, and they have different Lanikai juice bars around. You can look at the uh, website, uh, lanikaijuice.com, and they'll have all the locations. Also, uh, I think it's Doroku is an amazing sushi place. It has the fresh fish, uh, really great, also cold salads, hot options, a great happy hour, so you can eat there really reasonably as well, not necessarily a happy hour for drinks, but also a happy hour for food. Um, there's also places like, as simple as getting a acai bowl from the Honolulu Coffee Company, so asking maybe for raw oats instead of honey, uh, sugar oats as well. There's lots and lots of ways that you can start to integrate healthy eating into your diet when you're away. And the other thing is being prepared. So if you know you're going to be traveling or you know that you're going to go somewhere for a function or anything else, have your main ingredients ready. Have your main salads, your main healthy vegetables, um, and the dishes that you really love. Have those during the day before you go. You know, you design your life. So start thinking about foods and recipes and salads and meals that are delicious, that aren't about just counting calories, but are looking for fresh, colorful, raw natural ingredients that's really really what you want to go for so if you hop onto my blog and go the vitalitycoach.com.au slash food you'll get a whole host of really cool recipes from green smoothies to blueberry dream Uh, to salads that I like to make. A few other recipes that I give clients are for great Mexican dishes, super easy to make, great for if you've got kids as well. Um, Lots and lots of chopped up salad, chopped up carrots for your vitamin D and vitamin A, chopped up peppers, capsicums. You can either serve it with tofu or with your favorite fish, or organic meat dish as well. Um, You can get low GI and wheat-free wraps, so staying off wheat is always really good. And really just making a whole delicious meal of make your own at home. So making the smorgasbord where you've put everything out on the table. And Charmaine, one of my clients and one of my listeners, hi Charmaine if you're listening, I saw the great photos that you posted the other day of this Mecca Mexican meal that you made from my recipe. So I loved seeing that. It got me so excited. I thought, yes, you're using the information that you're reading. And that's one of the other things. If you're listening to this, and you've read three or four different diet books and you've been to personal trainers um, and you're really conscious of your body and you're trying really hard, why not trust in yourself? You probably know more than you give yourself credit for. So what's stopping you making great choices yourself? Why do you need to rely on other people to tell you things? You know that if 80% of your diet is from fresh food and vegetables as close as possible to their natural source, you really can't go wrong. So if you're eliminating processed ingredients, you know, alcohol, sugars, chocolates, anything that's made to measure, you're really going to be having the zinging body because your body's metabolism will start to work again. Your muscles and your stomach will have something to do. Our digestive system actually burns fat when it digests. It needs energy to be able to break down food. So if we keep giving it a liquid diet or foods that don't have enough fiber And it can't be digested properly. We're not giving our stomach and our digestive system the right environment to do its job. So it goes on holiday. And then you get things like, you know, bacteria problems, leaky gut, small intestine problems, and everything else. And the window to your health is really your digestive system. Sasha and I were talking the other day about kombucha drinks and fermented drinks, which can increase the, um, you know, the good bacteria in your gut, which help digest foods, uh, helps assimilate proteins, minerals, vitamins, and creates a really healthy environment for you to have an alkaline acidic balance in your stomach. So, looking at kombucha drinks, looking at acidophilus and the, and the sort of the natural bacteria that come, uh, taking the supplement if you're don't want to have Greek yogurt or acidophilus rich yogurt, I'm dairy free. So I take a really good supplement um, every now and then when I'm traveling, which has got really good digestive gut health. So the choices that you make of what you put in your in your body actually is so crucial to how your body functions. And the next step when you're listening to this, you guys know all this information, but I know that you're not applying it, is when you look at your plate at mealtime, it should be bursting with fresh, colorful ingredients. So no kind of anemic browns. It should have lots of rich colorful greens, vegetables and produce on them, not from processed colors, but from fresh colors. The darker the vegetable, the better it is for you. The brighter the vegetable, the better it is for you. Think differently about how you see your plate when you sit down for your meal. Think differently when you're walking yourself through a menu and think, what's oh, going to be fresh and delicious? What can I have? Can I add an extra dark green leafy salad next to my grilled salmon and then you know what I'm going to share the shoestring fries with the whole family instead of ordering one for myself so it's really about thinking about balance and not denying yourself but coming up with a really really good way of thinking differently about food and then the other thing is why do you feel that food is bad Why do you feel that you have to announce that you're on a diet and then you try so hard and then something takes you off it? What if you didn't have to ever be on a diet? What if you just chose to understand food, take care of your body and just enjoy food? I mean, I absolutely love food. I get a lot of pleasure out of it. I probably don't get a lot of pleasure out of donuts and processed goods because my taste buds have changed now. So my weaknesses would be a really good coffee out or, for example, um, you know having a really nice glass of champagne or something like that but I do it in moderation um, because the, the most of the time I don't crave that stuff I don't crave sugar so when I'm in the states I'm always asking to change out things so for example at the Lanikai juice they have an amazing green bowl, and that has in it and you can I write this recipe on the show notes because it's a really good recipe to make if you've got a Vitamix or a blender spirulina mango banana blueberries chia seeds, raw oats, and you can also top that up with kale, spinach, ice, and you can add all sorts of fruit and vegetables. Most importantly, make sure there's a balance of those leafy green vegetables to reduce the sugar levels, and I throw in a nice healthy chunk of um, you know natural protein powders like pea protein or something else, and that really gives a nice blood sugar regulating aspect to this mana bowl which is a massive bowl of goodness and you can make a big portion in your Vitamix or your blender and then put half of it aside and have it for the next morning or the afternoon. You can reblend it or you can mix it up, you can pour extra chia seeds on it, you can put LSA, linseeds and activated almonds on it. It really becomes a great stable and a nice way to get some alkaline properties into your diet as well. So that, that little menu is going to go on the show notes, I promise. In fact, I just wrote about it uh, when I did the Hawaii Five so our $50 day in Hawaii, and I think that bowl cost $5.95. So it's not expensive to make. Um, and another couple of tips is I always put my spinach from the farmer's market in the freezer. Uh, then it lasts a long time and I can grab out a handful of frozen spinach and throw it into my smoothies. I also do the same with kale. Lettuce does not freeze well, so don't try that. But those dark green leafy vegetables really lend themselves well to being chopped up, washed, chopped up and put in the freezer and you can just do handful amounts of all your fruit for the whole week and your vegetables. I even chop up broccoli pieces and put them in the freezer and then I throw them into the blender and I have these beautiful iced vegetables ready to make a delicious smoothie. If I'm in a rush and I don't have time to sit down and make a meal, I know I'm getting my fruit and vegetables and you know my fiber as well. You don't want to be straining the fiber out of your food. It's so important for your digestive system to have good, nutritious, fibrous food. And let's talk about the digestive system a little bit more um, rather than just focusing on the word diet. I think it's very, very cool to think about... What type of foods can you have that are going to aid your digestive system while you're getting into a healthy diet? Because you want to make sure that you can eliminate waste properly as you start to change your eating habits and maybe put into practice what you've already learned. How can you create a really healthy environment for your stomach to process foods, break down proteins, assimilate all the essential nutrients, and just be in a great state? Um, The first thing is thinking about different types of foods. You want to look at like an alkaline food, which is going to help you Especially rebalancing your acidic levels on, um, you know, in your body. So we want to have a really, really healthy system for our body that's going to be creating a sense of calm in your stomach. So if you've eaten and you always feel acidic or you feel sick afterwards, or you just don't feel right, or you're not eliminating waste, your digestive system probably is not in balance. And if you need to go and see a local naturopath or a registered health food store and say, listen, I need to bring uh, my digestive system back into balance, I'm getting onto a healthier diet, I'm kind of reprogramming my digestive hard drive What things can I supplement my diet with to ease that process and make sure that I'm providing a wonderful environment for a healthy body and a healthy digestive system? And they'll be able to help you out. I'll put some tips on the show note as well of some top nutrient-rich foods to aid your digestive system. If you can get really fancy, you can do other things like I like to chop up and grind or grate, sorry, beetroot onto my salads. Beetroot is an amazing cleansing. It's a blood cleanser, it's an alkaline food, it's rich in fiber, it's got fantastic minerals and vitamins in it. You know, I think it's very underrated and it's great to add to it's really good with the Mexican dishes. You can do falafel dishes with it too by making the salad uh, with gluten-free pita breads, falafels, hummus, avocado. Oh, i have just inspired to share another recipe with you next week as well. I think we're going to have to do a special on recipes because it's so easy to make, you know, 10-minute meals and they're done and they just feel fantastic. They're filling, they're fibrous. Uh, you can add your proteins to them, and you've got this well-rounded digestive meal as well, which is really important. So think about the fact of whatever you're eating is going to be changing the alkaline and the acidic levels in your body. And I'll link back to an original podcast that I did with Gillian Exton on building a healthy inner health. Inner health is so crucial. To be able to achieve your health and wellness goals and your weight loss goals, you need to have healthy inner health. You want to be preventing illness, you want to be recovering from things. If you've been on medications for a long time or you've been taking painkillers and you've just not been feeling right or you've been just eating the wrong foods, paying attention to your inner health can be a really natural way to pay attention to your greater health because the moment you start to eat well for your inner health, you'll find that your skin, your hair, your nails, your energy levels, they will all change. So while you're focusing on creating a a really good positive inner health for yourself, your external health, your energy, your toning, you'll be able to flush out cellulite, you'll be able to have healthy hair, you'll be able to have those bright eyes that everybody's always after, you know, do I look healthy? The window to someone's soul is definitely in their eyes so you can see when someone's in, in good health or not. So remember, and I'll put the link back to the Inner Health Podcast with the lovely Gillian Exton on the show notes as well so you can have a listen to that and find out what you could do to improve your inner health. The last thing I want to talk to you about, I've been harping on about all sorts of ideas, I just wanted to inspire you today to think so differently about food, is courage. I think what happens is people lack the conviction to make the changes because it's all too hard. But we have one body and FedEx is not Delivering another one tomorrow. I think I say this every day I'm on my podcast. It's so important to look after the body that you have and maybe look around you and think, can I inspire my kids? Do I want my kids to be fit and healthy and happy? Yes. Do I want to reduce my public health bills? Do I want to limit my visits to the doctor? Do I want to grow old and have a fantastic quality of life? Yes, to all of the above. Then it's time to have the courage to pay attention to what you eat and to not be on a diet to start a lifestyle. Create the life you want, starting with setting some really, really clear goals and thinking, why am I doing this? You need a strong conviction, why? In order to get your 10 tips for health, you really, really need to get back to basics and think about fresh food. And I, I think that's the other thing, is getting back to basics with fresh food and fitness without turning your life upside down is awe-inspiring. It's empowering. You'll be inspiring others. You can take your friends with you. It's all about these core factors. Don't wait for someone else to solve the problem for you. You have to work for this. You have to have the courage to say, my health and my fitness are crucial to me. And secondly, you need to live the basics. Fresh food, fresh air, plenty of sleep, and doing what you love are the basics. Those two core factors, I believe, are crucial in looking and feeling fantastic and really getting your health back. So I'm going to give you five tips to get back to basics to round off this part of the podcast, and I'm going to put some things on the show notes so that you can get these and print them out if you need to. You can use them as a reference guide. You can stick them up in your fridge. But right now I want you to have the courage to make some changes. Right now I want you to have the courage to not rely on anyone else but to take accountability and responsibility for you to be in the best shape possible. You can do this. You have a dream team around you. I'm an email away, a comment away in the comments box below. Reach out if you need help. But this is the time to get healthy and happy and start thinking differently about food and thinking about it as a window to a healthier lifestyle and to you feeling great. So, here's the five tips to get back to basics. Number one, the closer the food is to its natural source, the better it is for you. Number two, if you can't pronounce the ingredient or it has a number, then you can be pretty sure your body is not designed to digest it. Number three, if you don't enjoy exercising in the gym, then try different classes, group fitness, outdoor fitness, or just head outside for a walk every day. And number four, don't wait for an hour free in your agenda. Make exercise and movement part of your daily routine with a morning kickstart like the wake up workout, which can be done in 10 to 15 minutes flat. It's so easy. Get started with these five tips, guys, and I will give you another five tips in my podcast episode 26 coming up next week. But try focusing on these ones. And remember, get back to basics and don't wait for someone else to come along and solve the problem. You can get off diets and into healthy living just with a change of mindset, and you'll never look back. So that's it for episode 25, team. I know that I've rattled on and I've spoken about having the courage to eat healthy and you're all thinking, Nikki, you're crazy. It's so much harder than you think. But I promise you, once you put one foot in the other, you'll never look back. Please use all the free information on the blog. Hop onto the fitness section. Hop onto the food section. If you're struggling with goal setting, mindset, and mojo, hop onto the mindset section. Download previous episodes, find engaging interviews that really fire you up, and most of all, reach out if you need help. The comments box is there for a reason. I would love to help you. I'd love to hear how you're going. And also, I'd love to hear your review on iTunes. So speaking of that, I just want to say thank you to Helene from the United Kingdom for a really nice little uh, five-star review on the iTunes. Love the interviews and the energetic style Nikki has. Very inspirational. Thank you so much, Helene. It's great to hear from you. And I really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to go on to iTunes and leave that review. It definitely helps to know that I'm on the right direction. I know that I'm not sticking to one thing because I believe that we have to have balance in our lives. We, I believe that we have to have a healthy approach to be healthy. We have to have a positive mind to be positive. So I hopefully, you guys, you can live out the next few days by thinking, how can I make great decisions? What am I going to put in my body that's going to be good for it? I'm empowered, I trust myself, I know information. And if I don't, I know where to get help. So leave me a comment. Notes from today are on the show notes as well. And there's also a couple of... Little tips down the bottom, I'll be running a really great retreat for January 2015 with life coach Debbie Spellman. Debbie and I have been on our podcast for episode 23. You would have first heard of Debbie about the one-day mind detox. We're running a four-day retreat in Noosa and then a seven-day retreat in Fiji. So you can click on the box there, send me an email if you'd like more information for pre-registration. We've one spot left for the Fiji trip to Namotu, the 23rd of August. You can hop on to www.bwsurf.com forward slash kite week and you'll have all the information there. And also guys, hop on to the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 25 for all the show notes and all the information that you need to be engaged, empowered and inspired to be your healthy, fit self. So I can't wait till next week. And Greetings again and aloha from Waikiki, Honolulu, and I'll be recording live from the Lumeria Resort in Maui next week, bringing you episode 26. Until then, you stay healthy, happy, and thanks for joining. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my e-books, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.